Good morning. You are tuned in to the Ladies View podcast. Happy weekend all. This is your girl and host, Celine. On the line is the lovey and co-host, Heather. Buenos dias. How are you? I am doing okay. How are okay. you? Good, good. So I haven't had my coffee this morning just yet. Have you? No, I'm so mad. Oh, so, okay. We were talking earlier. We were kind of all over the place this morning. What is going on with you, Heather? That is unlike you. I know. Well, first of all, I woke up late. How about that? Oh, no. Um, yeah, I went to a concert last night. Okay. I did. I went to see En Vogue, Joe and Charlie Wilson. Ah. It's a good show. Very mm-hmm. good show. Very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So tell me about En Vogue because I love them. They look great. They do. Good. You'd, al- you'd almost be jealous of how good they look for their age. Really? Seriously. Like they look fantastic. Yes. And they're. Yes, they do. And they're like in their 40s, aren't they? They are in their 40s. Absolutely. They are in their 40s. Um, they have three members now. So they have two of the original members and then one lady who is actually from Chicago oh. who is a member as well. Yes. Nice. Nice. But they all look fantastic. You... They're all in like their late 40s. Good stuff. Uh, Maybe even, maybe even like early fifties and they look nice. Great. So no signs of like maybe any major plastic surgery or anything. Cause you know that none. Uh, okay, good. None. Good. I love Not them. from what I can see. And they're still moving. They, they're still moving great. They sound the same. They're able to sing and dance at the same time, which is not easy. No, I will tell you. No, no. So yeah. Th- not it, by they any means. Fantastic. Good right. stuff. Well, I'm glad you had a great time and I'm glad you made I it did. to the podcast this morning. I know. So. Right. It was sketchy. It was <laughs> a little, so, little sketchy. Right. <laughs> So talking about music, I was listening to some new music by new artist, Danny Late, And I think that's how you pronounce it. I only see her online. I never actually heard her pronounce her name. It's Donnie Late. So she's a Dominican artist. She delivers some 90s flavor with a mix of hip hop, R&B and pop. She's mm-hmm. super talented and is a beauty to say the least. So uh, she, like I said, brings a lot of that 90s style, um, especially with her dance. She's a dancer and just um, her her style altogether. So it had me thinking about, you know, about how we've witnessed so much change in music and how it has evolved, right? Namely hip hop. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? It's different, right? From I do, when we yeah. were growing up in the 90s. Hip hop is not hip hop anymore to me. Yeah, right, right. No, I totally agree. And we've discussed this even in previous podcasts, how much um, the influence of the music and the culture altogether is pretty much just changed. So with that being said, we do have a guest on the line, one of the founders of Shy Rock Nation, B-Boy Graffiti Artist and MC and founder of BASF, Baddest Artist Still Freestyling, Daryl Speedy Henderson. Are you on the line with us? Yes, ma'am. Yes, welcome to the show. <laughs> good morning. Good How you guys morning. doing? Good, good. Thank you for joining us this morning. And Speedy, um, just to dive right in, why don't you give us a brief history on yourself as an artist, the elements you represent? Absolutely. Yeah, so again, my name is Speedy. I'm uh, here from the south side of Chicago. Oh. Grew up in I'm sorry, I must interrupt you. I'm a Southsider too. And Celine always points out how I have to point that out on our podcast. (laughs) I I am originally from the South. I'm a Logan Square chick. Mm -hmm. Okay, is that a thing? Okay. (laughs) Hey, uh, you got to represent where you're from. So, uh, but yeah, so I was, uh, again, started off as a a dancer in the earlier years uh, with popping, Mm -hmm. which evolved breaking, right? Mm -hmm. And then 
natural evolution to pick up the mic and MC and then graffiti. So it was almost understood in the early years when you embrace hip hop, uh, the elements, it, it was, you were, you're going to be in multiple lanes, right? right? So that's kind of a, like almost a given, you know, if you're going to do rap, you, you're going to need to do graffiti, right? right. You need to be, you need to dance, you need to do it all, embrace the whole culture. So that's pretty much, uh, you know, my mm -hmm. hip hop uh, in the early 80s. Okay, there. nice. So tell us about the nation's history. What's the purpose of building a nation within the Chicago hip hop culture, what it was? Uh, absolutely. So uh, again, uh, if, you, if you put it in context, uh, you know, literally New York is Mecca for us, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you know, that's we, we worshiped everything coming out of New York. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of great deal of respect for, you know, the founders of Africa Bambada, the Universal Zulu Nation. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, Chicago, we, we always have to kind of make things our own, right? right? Uh, to that end, uh, it was understood if you were hip hop by default, you were uh, kind of subject to the uh, Zulu Nation. Mm -hmm. But we just felt like we wanted to have our own brand and, and do it the way we wanted to do it. And right. that was literally the foundation of it all. It was always based on respect. Uh, it was mm -hmm. respect our creative kids. And uh, we, we started it as kids. And then the name evolved to respect our creative kind because we were no longer kids any longer. Right, and, uh, right. That's the foundation of it. We love New York. Uh, we love, uh, you know, the Zulu Nation. Uh, but we felt like we needed our own identity. Right. And I think you've mentioned this sometime before that it back then in the 90s, it was either you were house, you were hip hop or you were thuggin, right? <laughs> Is that the case? Absolutely. Hands down. And uh, you got to realize right when because underground, I mean, hip hop was very, very underground. And right mm -hmm. when it was starting to get a good foothold, this mm -hmm. emergence of house, I mean, it came through and just, oh, my gosh, it just it was kicking. Yeah, a house oh took over. For and a it was long literally, time. hey, get that hip hop breaking and stuff out of here. And we're like, hey, well, what up? You know, so we needed our own identity and our own space. Yep, absolutely. And I remember growing up with that. I, you know, I was always with the B boys and the B girls. And then I had some friends who were all into house and dancing and you know we would call them cha-chas or chachs <laughs> that was what we would call these girls you know dancing to house and then again you know you had uh the game bangers so yeah there were definitely three sectors there and my my thing was with the b-boys and b-girls i just thought it was a little bit more authentic more respect for yourself right and that's how i looked at it it was just a culture it really was and absolutely um so the nation has recently put out a book about chicago hip-hop history and culture dating back to 1974 give us a little teaser of what we can expect to learn in that book yeah so this is the author is uh the author really is the city of chicago right but it's uh, actually daryl artistic roberts a good friend of mine and who's also a member of uh, a graffiti crew i started called uh, base of basf mm -hmm. and artistic is uh, he's just a historian he's always been a Chicago hip-hop historian always been into uh, someone who who archived in archive stuff he knew early I, I guess when we were having fun in a moment he was documenting it right mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's like dude that's a little bit extreme and then you know like the, the camcorder came out and he wanted to buy a camcorder it was like why you know why but you know time moved on and then you realize man we were you don't think in the moment you're making history, but then when you realize the people who come out from under you, 
people go on to do great things that you can be so proud of. Right. It's worth documenting. So I'm a, so proud of what he's done. It's very authentic. It's very one on one. It's not like a lot of his information came through secondhand. These are he literally started this back prior to '93. So sometime in '91, '92 is when he originally started. And then he kind of parked it, and then he just picked it back up a few years ago and just going move, moving full speed ahead with it. So I think it's a story that needs to be told. Nice, nice. Wow. You know, so, Daryl, hip-hop is more than just a genre, right? It's more than just nice lyrics over dope beats, right? So it's a cultural movement. Yes that I think that it's not understood by many, like even, and I listen to a lot of people talk about hip hop, but I only hear them talk about hip hop from a musical standpoint. I don't ever hear them talk about hip hop from a cultural standpoint. Okay. So can you share with us some of the misconceptions of hip hop? Yeah, I definitely can. And we can just start with just in our contemporary times, like the TV show, love and hip hop, no disrespect, you know, but it's, it doesn't have anything to do with love or hip hop. <laughs> right. That's that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? <laughs> to do that. And uh but with that being said, um I think a lot of words are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And the word hip hop mm-hmm. is now basically basically means urban, right? Uh black and urban kinda that's kinda what you really say. It really has nothing to do with hip hop hip hop at all. But to your point, since uh rap or music has been the um from a financial standpoint has been the the golden goose so to speak that lays the eggs for the hip-hop culture it kind of kind of it got elevated right and back in the days if you look at the history really the foundation was the dj right, right. uh that's why dj okay. jazzy jeff and the fresh mm-hmm. prince eric master flash and the furious five you know so the foundation was always about the dj so the music is definitely important because it's the soundtrack to the culture but again, as I mentioned earlier, the idea was if you embrace the music, you embrace the whole culture. Nowadays, I feel like they just want the music and they want absolutely nothing to do with the other elements of the culture, right. which is kind of, it's kind of unfortunate. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Yeah, that's a, re- that's a really good answer. Um, I do think that you're right. It's almost like you want the benefits that come with it, but like you're not putting the work into it. You're not. I think that in order to be like a true hip hop artist, you have to really understand where hip hop right. comes from. No doubt. Right. I agree. No so doubt. do you, I don't know if this is still happening. I don't know if you see this. I, you know, we used to settle beef with um, rap battles, um, you know, B-boys and B-girls, breakdancing, you know, just battles all together, crew battles. That's, that's what I grew up seeing. Is that something that's still happening today? Unfortunately, I don't think so. Right. I, I think it's almost kind of frowned upon. Uh, we in a, we're definitely in a game culture. We, we're back, we went back to our roots, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And we're in a very uh, strong gun culture right now. So every, right. if you listen to the music, if you don't mention a gun in the song, like you, it's not going to be in the top 100. And it's like, that's, it's literally anti-hip-hop. The message is actually anti-hip-hop. Yep. Of your, the message of hip-hop is love, peace, unity, having fun. Yep. Yeah. Right. And respect. So it's, that's always been the case. But uh, I think nowadays it, it's moved into a social media platform where maybe the beefs are done through social media context right. opposed to actually, oh my real, <laughs> it's not actually showing your real talent, right. you know, so uh, that's kind of it's kind of like a faux uh, <laughs> battle. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really real, you know, so I think you kind of miss the um, you really missed out on the purity of the elements and um, 
It's unfortunate. Yep. No, very well said. And Daryl, growing up, CRN was one of the most prominent hip hop crews and essentially was one crew for like the elite in hip hop, so to speak. What did it take for someone to get into the nation? Oh, wow. You know, it's so funny you say that because it, it, when the time, after we start making some moves, um, you know, other nations start evolving, mm -hmm. right? And it was almost was like this race to the top. Um, and you know what? We just went on a massive recruiting campaign. We went for the best. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best of the best. So we, one of the first B-Boy crews we uh, uh, recruited were from the southeast side of Chicago, Popcorn and Chinaman. Mm -hmm. um, awesome. The, the group was called Awesome. Okay. Way from the southeast side of Chicago, almost Indiana. Mm. Frankly, it was it was skill set. We actually had created our own applications, uh, but it was definitely a law of attraction and being able to come in through someone. Right, you just couldn't start walking around and screaming, "Shyrock!" Someone had to introduce you and bring and bring you into the nation. <laughs> right, so it was right. definitely it was through recruiting. Uh, so we literally went out for the you know the who's who, if you will, of the best uh, around the city. So it was definitely just through relationships creating your application and being able to identify what, what talent or what skill set you bring into the organization. So you, you have to represent one of the elements. You just couldn't join Shyrock and not, and not embrace the culture. So, you know, uh, you know, in some instances, um, there were some people who didn't get the opportunity to join, you know, I can't keep in mind, we were young, you know, mm -hmm. we were very uh, exclusive, you know, uh, right. but to that end, I think it worked out. It's, it, we, a lot of it, the success was in spite of our inability of not knowing how to really be organizers and things like that. It was just, it was the perfect storm. And I actually wrote an essay about that, like the tale of three storms, you know, it literally, uh, it was in fact, it was because of house music too, because of its influence. It was like, it was a line in the sand. You have to make a decision. What are you going to do? <laughs> are you going to, you're going to run with hip hop or you're going to go that direction with it. And right. uh, so it, it was more mo motivation. It was more of a competition. And um, so in spite of our, you know, some of the things we didn't know what we were doing, there was no social media. There was no internet. <laughs> so right, it was right. good old fashioned uh, grassroots and, uh, and just getting out there. And, and I got to mention HBK, WHBK radio station. Yes. Was, uh, mm, yeah, that right. was, that yeah. was our social media platform. Uh, exactly. And, uh, we literally, I mean, we meet, met DA Smart down at the station, and he was going to meet up with one of our MCs, uh, a legendary uh, MC who's passed away, IC. Mm -hmm. And we were going to confront them, uh, you know, MC Rock and DA, and we're going to just go at it, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> it was awesome. I'm glad you mentioned that. My next question is that still the go to station to listen to Chicago's underground artists? You know what? I think just like you guys have a digital platform, I think that's where things are going right now. Uh, you see, uh, Ange 13 and, um, and most definitely we're trying to, you know, rebrand, uh, power style radio, but HBK is still there. They still have their presence. Um, I don't think it has as uh, big of influence as it used to because of so many different outlets right now. Uh, but to that end, it's still always going to be recognized as, uh, a central, uh, part of Chicago hip hop hip history. Right. In fact, if you go back and look all the old school albums from Public Enemy and Run DMC, all these guys, if you look at them, all the people that shout now about mm HBK, -hmm. because you guys probably too young to remember, but GCI wouldn't have anything to do with rap. <laughs> uh, no, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, we're but, young, you know. but we're not super, super young. But <laughs> okay. well, <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, well, <laughs> 
moving on. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> Daryl, um, with Shyrock Nation, I know that you are constantly coming up with, with things to try to, like, be innovative and, and different projects. What can we expect from you guys in 2019? Yeah, a couple things. One, we're going to continue to push and advance uh, the book called The Real Deal that Artistic uh, Roberts uh, is completed. Uh, he had ran into some challenges there uh, and wanted more stories to be added. It's, it's just amazing, right? Uh, exactly was way more comprehensive than we thought. So we're going to continue to push that. But it looks like 2019, we're going to continue to come alongside. And our motto now is just really just coming alongside and providing support to our organizations that are already have boots on the ground. For example, you have mine up north uh, with the underground, with her organization. You have your Kira with CORE and her organization. So there's a lot of people from Shyrock Nation who has their own not-for-profit organizations doing things in different communities. So our role is to come alongside and provide support, continue to raise capital, continue to make uh, financial donations to their organization, and lend support through our uh, social media outlets as well. So that's what we're doing. And it looks like we're definitely going to move into this uh, a, a reunion thing where we're doing a, a reunion every year called the elements, right? The elements, which is the ideal of us all coming together, celebrating. Cause uh, even in hip hop, it was, it sometimes gets a little divided, right? You got the graffiti community and mm -hmm. you got the b-boy community and sometimes we don't come together. So shout yeah. now what we want to go with this is bringing us all together. And we, we pulled it off November the 10th at the quarry over there on the Southeast side of Chicago very historic it was amazing i don't know if you guys saw any video footage or the pictures that were out there unbelievable a lot of chicago's hip-hop uh you know history uh, it was it was just amazing it was absolutely amazing so we're going to build on that now we're seeking um sponsorship and things like that we continue to raise money through our membership drive and things like that so that's what i think you can expect to see from us just coming alongside promoting and pushing our members who have actively engaged in uh, all over the city Wow. Okay. I like that. That is, uh, that's pretty exciting, actually. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Too. And we're always De looking for volunteers. So they can always go to shyrocknation.com and sign up if you want to volunteer. You want to, uh, you know, buy you know, the merchandise that helps support because we're a non for profit organization. Everything we do goes right back to the community. Uh, we're going to be supporting mine with her. Uh, she does uh, the Heckle Fresh Jam coming up in December. And we also support or a back to school program or was she, you know, raising money to buy backpacks for the children. So we're just coming. Sir, all we want to do is serve. We want to serve and continue to remind people that hip hop is a viable option and alternative to the gang culture. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like that. You, yeah. I, I like that you were saying that it's nonprofit. Like you guys are doing this, not because you're looking to gain anything from it, but because this is your heart. This is where you come from. Absolutely. So I, I love that. I appreciate it. I mean, literally, because we're at a stage now. I mean, I just turned 50, right? So it was like a major milestone. Like, literally, it's like it literally saved our lives. Like, uh, the absence of hip-hop is, I, I can assure you, I would have probably been a Black Gangster Disciple or El Rookin. Mm, right, yeah. And, and the bottom line in Shaw Rock Nation uh, the idea was I'm going to remove myself from these other nations. I'm going to partner with this nation. Uh, this about love, peace, unity, respect. Um, and, and that's what it is. It was a decision. You didn't, you can't, you, you know, it was not like doing both, you know, now, you know, unfortunately the music culture has basically embraced the gang culture and they're making it 
the same and it, that's really that's actually anti-hip-hop it is it is it, it's very synonymous now and you know again unfortunately i mean even the talent's different it is just you know in my opinion the talent is just so much different um you know the original hip-hop artists were were more raw but now i mean again like we're in like a, a bubblegum society so no, but anyway, but Daryl, we want to thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. And if you could tell our listeners uh, where we can find you guys. Absolutely. Well, we just would definitely want you to go to shyrocknation.com and all of our other platforms or social media are going to be posted there. So I've been instructed by our president, just send them to the website, uh, shyrocknation.com, and then you'll be able to see other things we got going on and all the events we got coming up for the next year. Fantastic. And we'll definitely keep in touch with you and we'll be following you as well. And a pleasure. You guys be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Chicago land. The ladies view is wrapping up this uh, Saturday morning podcast with Daryl Speedy Henderson of Shy Rock Nation. Uh, you can find the ladies view at www.theladiesview.com. You can find us on Facebook at chat with the ladies. You can find us on Instagram at the ladies view, Twitter at the ladies view show and on Snapchat at the ladies view. Again, thank you guys for listening and you have a wonderful Saturday.